You're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Heart Matters, where leading cardiology experts explore the latest trends, technologies, and clinical developments in cardiology practice. Your host for Heart Matters is Dr. Jack Lewin, Chief Executive Officer of the American College of Cardiology. Decisions our young patients make now can have metabolic consequences for the rest of their lives. It's hard to overstate not only how crucial it is that we reduce the incidence of childhood obesity, but also how difficult it has been for us to turn the corner on this issue. These concurrent themes bring us to a new campaign that aims to make major progress on childhood obesity in the years to come. Our guest is Nancy Brown, Chief Executive Officer of the American Heart Association. Welcome, Nancy. Jack, thank you for the invitation. Thanks for joining us. I'd like you to tell us a little bit about the alliance and the campaign that you've begun on this important issue. Sure. Thank you for the opportunity to share. We're very excited about the Alliance for a Healthier Generation, which is a partnership between the American Heart Association and the William J. Clinton Foundation geared to slow the rate of childhood obesity to 0% growth by the year 2015. We entered into this partnership with the Clinton Foundation a few years ago after President Clinton had his open heart surgery and as he reflected on his life and thought about things he might have done differently in his childhood to help prevent the future onset of cardiovascular disease. So this began a few years back. It did begin a few years ago, but most recently we've launched a very exciting healthcare initiative as part of the alliance. So when we created the program, we actually had a vision for four pillars of the program that would help us spread the message and help change systems. One was a healthy schools program. Second was working with industry to change the way that industry makes products like sodas and soft drinks and snacks available to kids in communities and in the school environment. The third was the healthcare initiative. And the fourth is actually a kids movement where we want to engage kids themselves in the effort to reduce childhood obesity. Great. So you've got schools, you've got kids themselves in their environment. You also have industry engaged in this whole thing. Are there other partners in the work? Oh, absolutely. First of all, Governor Schwarzenegger is the co-chair of this campaign, and we're working with dozens and dozens of community organizations throughout the country, as well as the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, who's a major funder of the Healthy Schools Program. And then I know of uh, specific interest to our audience today is probably the work in the healthcare pillar of the campaign, where we're working with a number of organizations, health insurance companies, as well as businesses who have made a commitment to help reduce the onset of childhood obesity. Great. Well, Nancy, tell us how this initiative and the other partnerships involved could help physicians work with patients on childhood obesity prevention and treatment. Sure. So the specific Alliance for a Healthier Generation Healthcare Initiative is the first time that many organizations have gathered together to publicly commit to benchmarks for consumer utilization of health insurance benefits for kids. And specifically through the agreement that we were able to sign with a number of employers and health insurers, along with guidance from the American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Dietetics Association, we have created this agreement where eligible children will have access to at least four follow-up visits with their primary care provider and four visits with a registered dietitian per year if they are overweight or obese. And these healthcare professionals will work with kids and their families on how to establish and maintain a healthy lifestyle. And so really, this is the first time that many kids will have access to these types of services. These will be reimbursed at the typical outpatient payment level, I presume. That's exactly right. That's great. I would assume that we would be reducing 
hospital admissions related to obesity if this works. So there ought to be some money on the table, actually, if you could measure and chart your way toward reducing admissions to the hospital. Absolutely. You know, we, I think, through science, recognize and understand that as kids are overweight and obese, they're developing things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, things that we used to think of as adult diseases or risk factors early in their life, and they're certainly at much higher risk for cardiovascular disease in younger years than people previously. And one of the things that's been very important to us as part of this healthcare initiative is making sure that we do a thorough evaluation of the program. And so we have created an evaluation component. It will be working with Emory University to actually evaluate data collection on each participant with the healthcare initiative. And we're in the process of creating that right now so we can determine which measurements will be included in the evaluation. But we would like to show that by uh, having these interventions on kids early in their life, that significant progress can be made in their health in later years. Gotcha. You know, Nancy, you're the new CEO for AHA, but you've been around in the AHA for such a long time, you really understand a lot of these issues so well. You know, like I do, that oftentimes physicians and other providers are frustrated here. They feel like their patients don't make the lifestyle changes easily, the dietary changes easily. It's almost like we're not having an impact. And yet we know that they're having an impact. How do we get providers to move beyond the feeling that their efforts aren't having the impact that they think ought to be possible? Well, you know, certainly from our point of view at the American Heart Association, providers have such an important role in helping to change the behaviors of patients, starting with kids. You know, I think that when you look at the epidemic of childhood obesity and you think about what will it take to change the tide here, we believe it will take a number of different interventions, certainly working with healthcare providers and making sure that they're equipped to help guide and counsel patients and that they are referring patients to things like nutrition counseling and prescribing things like exercise for kids that's so important. We think coupling that with changing the school environment is very critical and changing communities themselves, making healthier communities certainly is a priority of the American Heart Association, looking at things like built communities, physical activity in schools, and all of the things that are important to create this environment for kids where they can grow up to be healthier adults. Yeah, getting out of our cars, that'd be, that'd be big. Well, in the schools specifically, what kinds of things are you going to do there to make these things happen? Okay. We have this initiative that's part of the Alliance for a Healthier Generation called the Healthy Schools Program. And right now we have several thousand schools largely in areas with underrepresented minorities where we are actually going in and changing the school environment. We have recruited schools who have a real interest in improving the food served to kids in school, having more access to fresh fruits and vegetables, increasing physical activity, and even using teachers and counselors and the principals as role models. And through a very generous grant from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, we've been able to add about 80 staff positions to the Alliance for a Healthier Generation to actually work and provide hands-on support and technical assistance to schools to change the environment and to engage kids themselves in making the school a healthier place. The other thing that we've done as part of the Alliance is we've worked with industry to change the norms of what's acceptable in schools. So a couple years ago, in partnership with the American Beverage Association, the American Heart Association, and the Clinton Foundation, we signed a memorandum of understanding to remove all full-calorie soft drinks and drinks from every middle school and elementary school in this country. And we have had great compliance with this. So today, 
the kinds of beverages available to kids in schools is not the same as it was a couple of years ago. And so we're trying to change the norms for kids there as well. And we've done the same with several snack food companies reducing or removing high-calorie, high-fat snack foods out of elementary and middle schools. Great work. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Heart Matters on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Jack Lewin. Our guest is Nancy Brown, Chief Executive Officer of the American Heart Association. Nancy and I are discussing the new AHA campaign to reduce childhood obesity. We've been fighting an uphill battle against childhood obesity for many years, and this initiative has been around for a few. So what makes you optimistic that we're going to make progress now, whereas we didn't before? What are the stumbling blocks that maybe you're moving out of the way? Or is it new resources? I mean, how do you see the moment being an opportunity for real change? You know, I think the moment is that people in communities throughout this country need to help take ownership of this problem because we're talking about changing behaviors of people, whether kids or adults, and that's not an easy thing. And so we hope through the Alliance for a Healthier Generation, the fact that we're taking four different tracks to help reach the same goal, working with healthcare providers and having them really lead the charge of working with patients and prescribing things like physical activity and improved nutrition practices, that we're changing the school environment, working to change communities, and then, of course, engaging kids themselves. And change like this certainly doesn't happen overnight. It will take quite a while for this type of change to permeate the entire country, but we believe that the time is now for us to make significant inroads into changes. You know, one of the things that the American Heart Association has also done is we've just announced our new 2020 goal to improve the cardiovascular health of all Americans by 20% by the year 2020, and we'll be measuring our progress in kids and adults. And so that will really drive the activities of the American Heart Association and our partners like the ACC and others in terms of looking at what we can do together to change communities and change environments to have healthier opportunities for people to grow. Yeah, the College of Cardiology looks to work with you on all these things. Absolutely. You know, I think the industry collaboration effort here that you've talked about in the schools particularly is impressive. I mean, the food and beverage industry seems to be coming to the table. What about restaurants? Sporting goods companies, others. Yeah, you know, restaurants are really important. You know, we've been working with school food service companies, especially those that serve the schools that are participating in the Healthy Schools Program right now, because we recognize that healthy food options in schools are really, really important. And we also know that working with fast food industries and other quick-serve restaurants where people eat so many of their meals are really important. And I have to say, those are certainly things that are on our radar screen as pieces of our industry initiative in the months and years to come. But it's really good to see that many restaurants and fast food suppliers recognize that they have an important role to play in improving health. And I think for them, it's all about offering choice. And for us, organizations like the American Heart Association, the ACC, and others, how can we drive people to want to make the right choice? And that gets back to how we can help people recognize that the most important asset you have in your life is your health. And protecting that health starting at an early age really is an important thing to do. Well said. You know, we uh, often wonder whether we have enough research to actually identify kids at risk and identify them early. I mean, I I know there's some people that think we could identify kids at birth in a high-risk environment and start working then. But are you including any new research there to identify kids at risk and intervene sooner? Is that part of this? 
You know, about a year and a half ago, we convened a research summit on childhood obesity and brought together the world's leading experts on childhood obesity to identify the gaps in research. And so we've published the document from that conference in circulation just recently. And what it shows is that there is a lot of research needed to understand why some people are predisposed to be heavier than others, what it takes to get people, whether kids or adults, to change their behavior, to lose weight, and certainly to maintain a physically active lifestyle. For us, in terms of research, as part of this initiative, there's a couple of ways that we're doing research. First, the uh, Healthy Schools Program. We're doing a very thorough evaluation of the Healthy Schools Program and identifying the improvement in health based upon the interventions of the Alliance for a Healthier Generation in these schools. And then the healthcare initiative that I mentioned earlier, we will be working with Emory to look at evaluating the success of that program and certainly, you know, trying to replicate what works and making that more widely available uh, throughout the country. We also have to work uh, with other groups in terms of the disparities issues. And are you working with various demographic groups to try to take that on because we believe we're going to have to focus some of these efforts in different ways to reach different populations. Yeah. That's why, Jack, the focus on varying demographic populations was so important to us as part of the Healthy Schools Program. So when you think of the work that we're doing to change the school environment, largely we're working in schools of lower-income individuals, places where mm-hmm. there's a lot of variation in ethnicity because we mm-hmm. recognize in those schools often those are the places that might be hardest to change the school environment. So we have upwards of 70% of the schools participating in that program as schools that are uh, most in need. You know, in some places, we're teaching the folks in cafeterias how to use fresh fruits and vegetables to serve food to kids as an extreme example. And so it's a really important part of the Alliance for a Healthier Generation. And you can imagine getting parents and guardians to serve Better food at home is part of the challenge, too, and there's some economic issues there. Right, and that's why engaging kids is so important. If you think back to the tobacco, anti-tobacco movement, and, you know, a decade ago, how activists kids became in terms of no smoking and taking that message home to parents, we believe the same thing can happen here with obesity. This is a very worthy project, and I'm optimistic you're going to see some results. We've been learning more about the new AHA campaign to reduce childhood obesity with Nancy Brown, a newly appointed Chief Executive Officer of the American Heart Association. Nancy, thank you for being our guest. This has been fascinating. Jack, thank you for the invitation. You've been listening to Heart Matters on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. For more information on this week's show or to download a podcast of this segment, please visit us at ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening.